Welcome back to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, joined today by the Gons. In today's episode, we talk about the new-look Lakers, the new-look Dallas Mavericks, Paul George's comments in GQ Magazine, and our picks for the NBA All-Star Weekend, along with picking our own teams for the NBA All-Star Game. Gons, how have you been? I've been good, man. Excited about All-Star Weekend. Excited about the weekend. Happy that it's a three-day weekend for me. Do you got President's Day off? I do have President's Day off, so it'll be a good three-day weekend to spend with the family. I know Tam is going golfing, but yeah, I have to spend that time with the family. I'm sure you do as well. Um, so yeah, it's been about a week since the NBA All-Star, NBA All-Star, NBA trade deadline, and we had one team that made the most significant move with the Phoenix Suns getting Kevin Durant. But unfortunately, Kevin Durant's still injured, so it doesn't look like he will be starting until after the All-Star game. So they had a loss against the Clippers the other night. The other night. Congratulations to Vahid for getting that, that victory, but they still don't have Kevin Durant. Now, the other big moves that were made were the Lakers were able to get D'Angelo Russell, uh, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and got rid of Russell Westbrook and Damian Jones and a few other pieces. Let's start off with the Lakers guns. Um, they had a victory against the Warriors after the deadline passed, but no, no LeBron. They got smoked by the Blazers, who had a just an, a crazy second quarter, a three-point barrage. I saw that game. I can't believe they're hitting all those shots. Um, and then the Lakers end up beating the, who do they play? The Pelicans um, at, at home the other night. So they're going to the break with a win. Gons, how do you feel uh, after a few games, after the trade deadline for the Lakers? Look, man, um, I feel really good about it just because, come on, that Portland game was an anomaly. Like, they're going to beat any team they're playing when they're shooting like that, hands down. Yes, you can say, oh, you could have played better defense, you could have done this and that, but they were lights out. Like, that's just really good offense sometimes beats better defense, as Mark Jackson says. But the other two victories looked really good, really clean. Uh, The movement of the ball is better. I think... D'Angelo is a huge asset. I think Beasley is an asset. I'm excited for this team so much so that, as you know, you know, a few of us in our chat double, triple down, put a hundred bucks on the Lakers to win it. When some people don't even think they're going to make it into the playoffs, that's how confident I am in this Laker team. I think they're going to win. What is there? Twenty-four games left, if I'm correct. I would say they're going to win nineteen out of the next twenty-four. 19 at 24. That's very, very bold. That's what that, that means. You're going 19 and five. They'll be what I, I can't do the math right now, but 19 and four, man, I kind of want to go through the schedule, see if that, that works out. So I kind of want to spend this podcast. Cause I saw that bet too, like convince me that they're going to be good because I could see a team that's, you know, defensively still kind of working the kinks out. Yes. They have Jared Vanderbilt. Who's just, who's an energizer bunny. Like his plus minus is bad still, but regardless, people love the Vando, the Vandalorian. Malik Beasley will start spreading the floor. D'Angelo Russell could actually shoot as opposed to Russell Westbrook. So convince me, Gons. Why is this team a championship level team that, you know, you guys were even mentioning it was even better than 2020? Convince me, Gons. Okay, well, we'll remember this. Part of this bet is betting $100 to walk away with $3,600. So. It's not like we're betting 100 to win $100. 
So keep that in mind when we made this bet, right? It's a huge ROI if we're right. And why we're taking the chance on this bet is what you're asking. Well, the first most basic reason is LeBron James, Anthony Davis. How many times, despite failing the last couple years, has LeBron James made the finals in his career, even if he didn't win it? I'd say a good portion. So if you look at that statistic alone, there's a good chance I'll make the finals. Second, Anthony Davis is back. Yeah, he's not the same Anthony Davis, but he's coming back from an injury. People are panicking because they're saying he's not the same. It, it took him a while to get to that level prior to coming back the first time. It, it just takes him a while to get back to normal. So imagine if he comes back how he was towards the end of the season in the playoffs. Then you got LeBron. Now you're adding D'Angelo Russell, and you got rid of the cancer in the locker room, Russell Westbrook. D'Angelo is a perfect fit. He's a herky-jerky point guard. He pauses. He can shoot. He looks to pass first. I think we talked about this. He's almost a traditional point guard to a sense. Not a CP3, but he is. he has attributes that are traditional. And you add Beasley with the shooting, which may help up open up open shots from the other players like Max Christie. Um, you know, it's just going to – it's going to be – Lonnie Walker, I think – I don't know. I just – I think it's worth the risk. My main reason is Davis is going to come back healthy. D'Angelo, Beasley, um, you know, I, I just Bamba. I think they got a chance. And again, remember, it's 100 to win 3,600. So with that being said, I think it's definitely a good investment for you to invest $33 to walk away with, you know, what is it? 3,600 divided by three. What is it? 1,100 bucks. It's also into an indictment of how weak the Western Conference is, too. Like, yes, the the Suns did, did get Durant. Like, that's the one thing I'm worried about. But chemistry has to still be a thing. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it may not happen. Booker and Durant may not work. How many times has it not worked? Look at the numbers. How many times has it not worked out for Durant? Right. I mean, that was the thing that um, I heard on the Buckets podcast that if Dev, if Kevin Durant doesn't win this championship, is this his oh, worst? It's his um, worst, not worst accomplishment. What's the what's the right terminology for that? It's it's his worst season if he doesn't win with this team. Like, do you agree with that sort of sentiment? Like if he, this will be his ultimate failure if he loses with this team. Yes, but it's not on him. This is on this is more important. This is not Kevin Durant's team. When he was with the Warriors, it was not Kevin Durant's team. It was Steph Curry's team. This is Chris Paul's team. This is Chris Paul's time to win. This is all Chris Paul. So if he wins, it's still Chris Paul's team. And number two, that's what's working against us because Chris Paul is going to do everything he can with his leadership skills to hold that core together and to rally him up. Chris Paul is like having an additional coach on top of a coach um, that's already good with – um, what, what's – why is his name slipped in my mind? Mon, Booker? Uh, Monty Williams? Monty Williams. Already a great coach. Now you're adding Chris Paul as another coach. So that's why they seem to be dangerous. I don't see it getting out of hand with Chris Paul being the captain of that ship. Yeah. Oh man. I'm just looking yeah, because the other options in the West. I, I looked to them, I looked to Memphis, who is 
man, they, they've been exposed a little bit the last few weeks here. Um, I mean, the plus three fifth plus three sixty sounds good on paper. Like, just go ahead and take it. I honestly like the Lakers to make the playoffs bet a little bit better. So you're not, there's not too much pressure for them because, of course, Anthony Davis still potentially still made of glass and LeBron's foot injury. They said it's worse than people have. What are the odds for them to make the playoffs? I mean, let's look at Bovada right now. Plus 200. Plus five hundred. Yeah, it's like plus plus one eighty something like that. If I remember seeing that yeah, last time. Yeah, so you bet one hundred to win one eighty. You bet one hundred to win thirty six hundred. That yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I if it's if we're gonna go full Laker homer, yeah, I think I might join you on that one. I'll, we'll we'll talk more off off um off pod, but let's move on to the Dallas Mavericks who got that was the first emergency pod that we did with uh, getting Kyrie Irving, the Dallas Mavericks getting Kyrie Irving. However. With Luca and with Kyrie Irving on the floor, they have not yet to win a game. And the last game, Kyrie Irving was uh, had back spasms and ended up losing to the Timberwolves. So the Mavs, yes, that was a blockbuster trade. They lost, you know, a defensive player in Dorian Finney-Smith, but they end up still losing with with Luca and Kyrie on the same team. They haven't yet, have yet to win. So, what are your thoughts on the Mavs? Is this just an outlier? Do they need to get used to each other? How far do you see the Mavs going? What's going on in Dallas? They're going to drop um, and they're going to drop before they come back up because it, there's a bigger adjustment when you have two players that are so similar in Luca and Kyrie. They're, it's going to take a while to figure it out. Like who's taking the last shot. There was one press post conference where Luca was like, Oh, I should have passed it back to Kyrie. It's going to take time to figure that out. So with that being said, I, I see them diminishing from the six to maybe the eight or nine. Um, as other teams that are already got that chemistry going. I don't know what to expect. And I don't know, Matt, if there is enough time in the season for them to gel fast enough to make a run, if that makes sense. This might be a good building block for them to go for it next season. I don't see it happening for them this season just because they're too similar and they got to figure out how to complement each other. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. That, but unfortunately, would Kyrie stay there if they don't win the championship this year? Because you're looking at potentially Kyrie Irving maybe going to the Suns next year. Let's say the Suns and the Mavs both fail. Kyrie wants to join KD again. Maybe he joins there or he joins the Lakers. So there is there added pressure on the Mavs to win this season to keep Kyrie? I, 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 I 100% believe Kyrie is resigning. It's not just about winning. It's about creating a new image for him. And it's very hard to say no to Mark Cuban if he really wants to. So I don't see him leaving. I think he knows this is his second chance here at the NBA to salvage the last three, four years of his career. So he's not going anywhere. Um, in fact, if they can just develop and they have Christian Wood, is he healthy or is he hurt? They're not playing him for some reason. Like I think defensively it just shows. Plus you have two offensive guys like Luca. Like Kyrie, that just takes away more shine from Christian Wood. And if him, if he's not going to stretch the floor, be good defensively, then it's harder for him to be on the floor. Well, I mean, work with him defensively. He was a rock star in Houston. Um, he has scoring ability that's uncanny. I, I, he could run up and down the floor. You know, I can see that being a really high-powered, fast offense with him playing. But maybe, maybe there's a couple pieces you add to that mix. You know what I mean? 
the buyout market's going to be insane. I think they have to add players before March 1st. Um, that'll be another podcast. Russell Westbrook still has to go somewhere. Uh, the Suns add, just added Terrence Ross. So there's a lot of other uh, other names we could talk about, Kevin Love, but we'll save that for the for a future podcast. Before we get into the all-star break stuff, all-star shenanigans, um, there was an article that uh, GQ put out um, with Paul George. I put this in chat. And I agreed with what Paul George said would kind of take the rule off, but you know, I'll go ahead and read the, the passage from GQ. As a SoCal kid who grew up far from the glitz and grammar of Hollywood, George is clear about his goal. A championship with the Clippers 100% will outweigh a championship being with the Lakers, he says. He tells me bringing the first chip to this part of L.A. would be legacy-defining. Johns, I agree with that statement. What do you think about that statement that Paul George made to GQ? Absolutely. The Clippers have not won a championship. The Lakers have won several championships. You put the Clippers on the map with a new arena being built, with a new owner. And, le- and let's be real. They went through some struggles with the racism and the, the, the past owner and um, losing, you know, having a, almost being known to choke a little bit. Um, I think it is... Uh, it, a, solid, a championship with them would be a huge deal for real Clipper fans. Real, real Clipper fans. Um, a championship for the Lakers would just be like, okay, you know. Um, we go back to, uh, let's do a Gons High School flashback, right? There's, you know, there's there's the popular guys that take the the popular cheerleaders for granted. And they, I remember they dated one after another after another. You know, and then you had the small group of guys, me and my friends, right? And we'd we'd get a cheerleader that was into us, and it'd be like, oh my god, the end of the world. Uh, that that's what it would essentially be for the Clippers. They've never won a championship, um, and the Lakers are just known for winning championships. So yeah, I agree. I think it would be a much bigger deal. I think with what Raul was getting at was, you shouldn't even mention championships until you've actually won one. So he has no experience winning any championships. And that's what that I guess he would disagree with both of us because I have the same sentiment. If you bring a championship to a team that has never won the championship as opposed to winning 17, of course, that's the one's going to mean more than the 17. That's just how, just how I feel. I'll get into it in a second. But what do you think about he shouldn't be talking about championships if he's never won one? Oh, baloney. Why not? He's, he's, he can, why are we telling him to shut his mouth? Like he has every right to talk about that's just Clipper hate by people that hate the Clippers, especially Laker fans. I know I'm a Laker fan, but you guys do know, I do like the Clippers too. I love basketball in general. Um, and I like Paul George's game, hate it or not. I, I don't think we have the right to tell anyone that they can't win a championship or they can't talk about winning the championship. Like that's what I want. I don't want teams to talk about tanking and trusting the process. Um, so I, I I think it was just out of anger that someone would say, no, you, you you can't talk about winning championships and what it would mean to your team. So no, I disagree completely. Like, let him talk. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Freedom of speech and all that sort of stuff. I mean, freedom of speech just is he's still allowed to say some stuff. Now, my thing was agreeing with that. You know, as my Chiefs won this past Sunday, beating the Eagles 
for their second championship in four years. The Chiefs had not won a championship since the six since the seventies, early seventies, late I'm sorry, late sixties. So it's been fifty years since they won a championship. So that what that championship they won in twenty twenty was very very valuable. Yes, like the Cowboys or America's team, they won three in four years. The Patriots, but that one championship, finally getting that that was really valuable. So I can understand that as a Chiefs fan. Um, that the the importance of them winning a championship as opposed to winning one of multiple. Let's move on to the NBA All-Star Weekend. We have the NBA All-Star Saturday, Saturday night with the uh, skills competition, the three-point contest, and the dunk contest. Uh, I'm not going to give you – we're not going to talk about the skills competitions. It's really – no one's really yeah, interested well, in that. Let, let's get talk about the dunk contest and three-point. Mm. All right. The three-point contest. We have Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Kevin Herter of the Sacramento Kings, Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat, Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers, Buddy Heald of the Indiana Pacers, Lori Markinen of the Utah Jazz, and it was supposed to be Anthony Simons, uh, from the Blazers, but he's hurt now. Who knows when he'll get back? Julius Randle of the New York Knicks is replacing him, which is very interesting. Um, Gons, we have the odds here. The best odds for the three-point contest, Buddy Heald's at a plus 240. I'm sorry, plus 420. Nice. Plus 420 for Buddy Heald, followed by Damian Lillard at plus 470. Then Jason Tatum at 550. Kevin Herter at 600, so on and so forth. Gons, who do you have winning the three-point contest? Damian Lillard is going to win this competition. He is the only person on there that's a shooter. That's a real shooter. Damian Lillard is hands down going to win this contest. Just because he, like Kevin Herter, Tyler Hero, Buddy Heald's not a shooter? Buddy Heald can score. He's a scorer. He's a good shooter, but he's not a shooter. Um, Damian Lillard is a scorer and a shooter. That's what makes him Damian Lillard. Jason Tatum is a scorer, could shoot the three, maybe at a high field goal percentage, but he's not a he's not he's not a Ray Allen, not a shooter. Um, Tyler Hero is a kind of a role player spot up guy, may have a chance at winning this. Um, Markinen, yeah, he's another role player kind of guy. It's a catch and shoot, but someone that can just put him up and put him up quick. It's going to be Damian Lillard, like hands down, he's going to win this competition. If there's going to be a second bet of anyone that's getting plus six, over 600 odds, who would you put on? Who, who else would you bet on? If Damian Lillard does not win this, I actually like, um, based on the odds, I would like Tyrese Halliburton. So a little, little cheese on uh, Lillard and Halliburton. I think it's because they're their they're own playmakers, right? They could. It's more of a... Step and shoot three, step and shoot three, as opposed to a catch and three, is what I'm kind of get, you know, getting from you, right, Gons? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I'm gonna go with Kevin Herter, um, from the Kings. I think that plus six hundred. I like those odds. Um, I might ask you for you know, we'll, we'll put a little cheese on that a little bit later on. Uh, but yeah, give me Kevin Herter. Uh, I think he could. I think he has a good step up. Um, three point shooter. I can't remember the the exact name of it now, but yeah. I'll, I'll pick him. Moving on to the dunk contest. I think this will be like the first one. This won't be the main event. I think the three-point contest will definitely be the main event because the dunk contest is absolutely not mid. It's pretty trash this year, honestly. Because if it was mid, then you actually have some decent players people have heard of. Now it's like, yeah, not great. 
You have JK, I'm sorry, KJ Martin from the Houston Rockets, Trey Murphy the third from New Orleans, Jericho Sims from the New York Knicks, and your boy Mac McClung, who just signed with the Philadelphia 76ers. Gons, I know where this is going, but who are you officially taking for the dunk? Contest? Mac McClung. Not only is he gonna show you airtime because dude got hops, but he's gonna show you creativity. And I and KJ Martin is my number two. I've seen him dunk because I don't know why I've watched Rocket Games, but I seem to have. Maybe you have League Pass. Dude can dunk. Um, I don't know about Sims. Not sure about Murphy. But Mac McClung and KJ Martin, I'm excited to see those two fellas. Man, it just harkens back to the days of, like, why isn't John Morant in this contest? Why I know Zion Williamson, of course, is hurt, but, like, you know, like Shadon Sharp was going to be in it. I was in- intrigued by Shadon Sharp, but you know, based off those those participants, yes, Mac McClung is going to win. I'd hate to go with you any other way, but honestly, I don't know. And Kate, I, I don't know these other four you know, as the other four guys as or other three guys as dunkers. So it'll hopefully be on first because of what of the trash that happened last year with unfortunately Jalen Green just he had that NFT dunk. And that just didn't go down. It was really embarrassing for him. So I can imagine why any of the stars didn't want to participate. But, you know, you kind of have to put yourself out there to be, you know, more well-known. Like, look at Aaron Gordon and um, Zach Levine after their dunk contest. Their their, um, standing went through the roof or their being well-known went through the roof. Let's move on to the actual all-star game. We're going to pick our teams like we have in years past. We're going to start with, you know, Gons, do you want to be LeBron James or Giannis? Okay, um, I'll be LeBron. Okay, you be LeBron. I'll be Giannis. All right. So the uh, Adam Silver said that the reserves are being picked first. So let's go with the reserves. Gons, um, let's go ahead and pick the reserves. Who do you want on your team? Um, uh, Shea Gilgers Alexander. Oh wow! First pick, huh? Yep. Wow. Why? I like him. Oh jeez. Okay. Um. Wow. Wow. I'll go Dame Lillard first. Okay. I'll go with um Julius Randle. Wow. Why did you do so early? Just because he's a former Laker? Yeah, I've been watching Nick games. I'm telling you, I got a league pass. (laughs) My opinions changed from a lot of these players. Right. Man. Um. Gosh, give me Tyrese Halliburton too. That guy's been balling out. I'll take Jalen Brown. Oh, that's a good pick. I probably should have gone there. Um, I'm gonna go with let's go with Anthony Edwards. Okay, I'll take Sabonis. Ooh. Um I'll go with Bam. Okay, I'll go with uh, Paul George. I will take oh, Drew Holiday. Man, ooh, Darren Fox. Okay, I'll take um, DeRozan. Um, I'll take Drew. I'll take Adebayo. Oh, you got So it's only Jaron Jackson Jr. Left. I'll take Jaron Jackson. Or or Pascal Siakam. I'll take Siakam. I hate Jaron Jackson. Okay. Let's pick the starters. So you are LeBron, right? You said you're LeBron? Yeah. All right. 
You're LeBron. Go ahead. Oh, um, I you got first pick last time. I'll get first pick this time. I'm Giannis, and I'm gonna get. Oh God, Luca. You take Luca. I'm taking. Um... Wait, where's uh? Who are you looking for? The the Denver Nuggets. Um, the Yo, MVP. Bitch. Yeah. That's another. We'll save that for next pod. Oh, I take Jokic. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll go Embiid. I take John Morant. Giannis, Luke, uh, Embiid. Let's go with uh, Kyrie Irving. I'll take Donovan Mitchell. And I'll take Jason Tatum. And I'll lose and Lou, Laurie Markinen. All right. Anything you want to add before we leave today, Gons? No, man. I'm looking forward to it. And that will be it for us today. Minus the dunk contest, which yeah, might surprise us because of the people and people that are relatively new. Uh, it, it could be good, but that three-point contest is really what we're here for, I think, um, going forward. Because shooting's just been lights out in the NBA so far this season. But hopefully the dunk contest does surprise us. Um, so yeah, so we're halfway through, um, about 25, 27 games left for the whole NBA after the All-Star break is done as we hit now a sprint towards the NBA playoffs and the real season begins, as people like to say. So will the Lakers make it? How will the Clippers do? You know, with what, who, what, which February buyout guy or which buyout player will be um, picked up by these different teams here? Will Phoenix pick up another guy to go with Terrence Ross um, in the buyout market with Kevin Durant. Who knows? It's going to be a very exciting season, and we'll try to pot every week. Um, our man on the street, Tosway, is um, down in in Utah, in Salt Lake City. Hopefully, we'll get some a pot with him after the All Star game is done over there next week. Um, so you get his thoughts down there. We might get some other people on the podcast to get some more rotating opinions and voices within the podcast world. So. Appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, Thank you for the support. Have a great weekend.